The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning again, Sangha. Special good morning to those of you who may have tiptoed in late into the YouTube chat and to the international meditation Sangha we have here together. It's a delight to be with you. And I'm just going to jump in now with our theme for the day, for the week. So the theme this week is mindfulness of the different ways our systems can know experience, elements of mindfulness that will complement the introduction series Gil has been doing for the last number of weeks now. And the first of these elements, today's topic is very simple. It's Vedana, feeling tone. The tonality or the quality of direct experience. In Buddha's teachings, all experience is categorized at its most basic level in one of three broad categories. Pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant nor unpleasant, which is huge territory that we often ignore because it's not interesting enough. It gets really interesting if you really be with it. Vedana itself is the Pali word for this feeling tone, and it's related to the word Veda or Vedati, to know, to experience, this simple, direct way of knowing, parsing experience. Okay, so it's simple. Why does it matter? Well, Noticing feeling tone in practice is a key place that prevents getting lost in wanting or not wanting, desire or aversion, ending up on those party boats or war boats that Gil often talks about with thinking, where an entire flow of thought will just take us away from our place at the riverbank, that solid place of mindfulness, and get lost. It can also, noticing feeling tone can also clarify how thoughts are thoughts and emotions are emotions and the impact that a thought or emotion has on us in a really simple way. So here's an example of how Vedana can shift based on context, what's happening. Imagine yourself on a beautiful day, taking a hike or a walk in the woods, sun dappling through the shade of the trees, and the birds are singing, and it's an idyllic temperature, and it's just gorgeous. Luxurious green foliage, little waterfalls. This can be highly pleasant, right? And, and it can be really unpleasant if you're completely lost. I don't know where I'm going. All of a sudden, my mental feeling tone takes over. And the birds are still there, and the dappled light is still there. But there's anxiety there, maybe. And there's a generally unpleasant sense. So that's the power of feeling tone. The context, our attitude, our emotions 
can shift feeling tone in many, many kinds of experiences. And I'll talk more about that later this week. But meanwhile, it's just humbling to see, for me, how often my experience and actions and other people's actions are shaped by pleasant or unpleasant in a moment, in a sit, like we just had, in a situation. How often do we go through gyrations, move around, change things, just to avoid an unpleasant interaction, person, conflict? And what lengths do we go to to get or keep just a little bit more pleasantness? It's kind of amazing. So there's the how. We practiced together with feeling tone today. And just to recap that a little bit, it's something to simply notice. It's something to simply notice. And it's kind of, it's baked into our systems. It turns out that this movement towards the pleasant and away from the unpleasant is kind of reflexive. It's automatic for most sentient life. Single-celled organisms move towards sugar and away from a prod. Well, guess what? You and I can be very similar to an amoeba in this way. We move towards the pleasant and away from the unpleasant. This simple, basic movement towards and away happens at the level of physical movement, like from a hot stove. And it also happens at a very subtle level of movement in our minds, our attention. I might suddenly be touched by a really unpleasant memory or thought and away from it, or conversely, completely hooked by it and building a whole stack of cards, a whole huge story about it, maybe casting blame outwards or self-recrimination inwards. And it's possible instead to just tune in to that feeling, bring a sense of inquiry, a nonverbal question mark. Oh, unpleasant. The whole system relaxes. So this is sort of explaining another reason Vedana can be important. Not only can it prevent getting lost in thought, or help us notice the impact of thought and emotion, it can also cut through whatever is extra. Even fully lost in fantasy or vengeful thinking or poor me, the simplicity of recognizing pleasant, unpleasant, or neither can cut through the thicket of confusing thoughts and clear the air. Oh, it's that simple. This is pleasant. I don't have to think about it 50 times during my meditation. I can just notice it's pleasant. Simply being with, being with feeling tone gives us alternatives, choice, space, how to respond wisely rather than reflexively. It can take us back to that 
powerful place of being able to observe the river of experience flowing by versus being caught up in it. It can take us back to simple mindfulness, awareness. And while mindful awareness may seem neutral, over time it can become a very pleasant abiding, especially, especially when we consider the alternatives. So to summarize, Vedana, feeling tone, is a simple way of parsing experience as pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant nor unpleasant. It can prevent all kinds of unhelpful stories, projections of blame, distortions, poor me, to simply walk it down to that level. Yes, the space between stimulus and response. It can prevent all kinds of unhelpful stories. It can cut through the confusion of mental activity, fantasy, fear-based projection, whatever. Collapses the whole house of cards. And noticing Vedana can clarify how thoughts or emotions move through us as processes. And that in itself is a form of freedom. It can begin to help recognize that, oh, you know, thinking about that ice cream 10, 15 times in this meditation seemed pleasant, but it's actually kind of causing tension in my body. That's unpleasant. It can clarify our relationship to our attitude towards what's happening. And that really helps to understand the cause and effect, the impact thoughts and emotions have on our system, which in itself is a source of wisdom. So that's my little wrap about Vedana. And we have just a few minutes left. So I thought rather than talking more, um, I won't be able to catch them all. But if there are a couple of questions people want to put into the chat, I might be able to answer one or two. So I'll give it a minute because there's a lag time on my end. Questions or um, comments are welcome in our remaining three minutes together. Noticing in this moment what's pleasant, unpleasant, or neither. Oh, these are great questions. Oh, so from Laraka, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, more about the relationship with the body and the thought process. So basically, feeling tone applies to any physical sensation. It also applies to any thought, any emotion. So I might feel desire as very pleasant in a moment and then notice that it's causing tension or contraction in my attention. I might notice more about 
um, how that desire causes tension in my shoulders, for example. So that's a short answer. I'm going to be going into this more and building on it, actually, in the next days. Is pleasant versus unpleasant a judgment? Well, sometimes it is. So this is a more subtle level. It can be an overlay or a judgment on experience. For example, if someone touches your shoulder, you don't know who. You might find it very pleasant if it's an old friend or a lover are very unpleasant if it's a total stranger being presumptuous. So it can be contextually oriented, the pleasant or the unpleasant. And then there are things that pretty much all of us are going to find unpleasant. That hot stove, for example. So it's sometimes more basic and sometimes it's highly subjective. Let's say... If we're wired to run away from negative stimuli, sometimes why do we sometimes dwell on them? That is one of the great mysteries of human life. Um, sometimes our minds have the idea that to keep us safe from the negative stimuli, we need to figure it out. We need to parse it out. So it can be helpful. It can be helpful to Again, notice the unpleasantness of the dwelling, and that can help cut through the perseveration or the looping or whatever it is. Phil asks, what's the difference between Vedana and preference? So there are layers there, and it's a, this is a profound question. Um, Vedana is simply the acknowledgement, the knowledge that something is pleasant or unpleasant. And a microsecond later, a millisecond later, most of us have a judgment. Oh, preferring the pleasant, oh, pulling away from the unpleasant. So wanting and not wanting in the Abhid Abhidhamma, in the Buddhist psychology, is a separate layer, but it is so close. And it's worth noticing for yourself when. Pleasant and unpleasant can happen and not have a reaction. There are states of meditation, there are states of mind that allow equanimity to be there, where pleasant and unpleasant can just flow through, or when it can um, have that little subtle overlay of wanting and not wanting. So I hope that that was helpful for all of you. I really appreciate the questions. And this is a profound topic, actually. Those of you who are getting into sort of the amoeba level and the reflex level, there are ways of relating to this, pleasant, unpleasant, and neither, that can give us much more space and a kind of a profound level of equanimity if we're willing to be there with it simply, and that's building a muscle. So that's all we have time for today. I will wrap some of these other questions into the rest of the Dharma talks because they're kind of a little bit cumulative. And just to briefly say that noticing Vedana helps cut through delusion.
So maybe if you'd like, play with this over the next day. And tomorrow we will pick up on the next layer, attitudes of mind and heart. So thank you all for your practice. And may our practice here together benefit ourselves and everyone around us. Joy to be with you, Sangha. <laughs>